Hello everyone, it's been a while. Sorry, I've actually been really quiet on here, but I'm back. I'm back with a new theme song, fresh energy, loads of new topics to share with you guys. So it's exciting. This is season two. I've actually started to do seasons now. (laughs) I'm so excited about this episode because I'm gonna be sharing my learnings and reflections over the last year of being a mother. So, enjoy listening. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. If you haven't got yourself a cup of tea already, get yourself a cup of tea because this is going to be one of those ones where I feel like you need to be doing something else and then like listening in the background because I'm going to chat. This is a chat. This is a proper chinwag with me. It's me reflecting on the last year of motherhood, my experience as a mother. And just to let you know that I've actually sat down and recorded this like 30 times already. And I even got to the point of editing the whole episode, which came to 49 minutes, only to realize that I can't summarize one year of motherhood. I simply can't. It's too big. It's too complex. There's so much to unpack that I just couldn't do it. I tried. And basically what came out was just a whole load of like gobbledygook. (laughs) I can't even say that. So I listened to it back. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. But then it made me think, okay, I always think before I put a podcast out, like, why should anyone care about this? what's the point of listening? What are you gonna gain from it? And if I can't answer those questions, then it kind of indicates that it's not the right topic or it's not the right way to go about it. So I'm not gonna begin at the beginning. I'm gonna talk in themes. So the first theme I wanna speak about, which is something that I have learnt and something that is so important to me. So I want to talk about the power of presence. So obviously we live in a world of distractions. Our phones are going, you know, we constantly on WhatsApp, we're messaging each other, we're on social media. Like I don't even need to go on about it, but it's a very distracting world and our devices draw a lot of our attention. And for me, the most amazing thing about being with Juniper is she brings me back to the moment because for her, the past and the future doesn't really exist. She doesn't really have that kind of perspective on time in the way that we do. So all she really knows is the present moment. And I think when you really are engaged with your baby and are really in the present moment, so much happens. It feels like a whole world opens up. And it's only when you allow yourself to enter their time zone does that world open up, if that makes sense. And this really hit home for me when I was working on my Hypnobirthing Plus course. So to produce that course, I had to basically prioritize doing that. For about three weeks, I literally was focused flat out on that. And I don't mean that I neglected Juniper, but what I mean is I wasn't emotionally present with her. So if you've ever worked on a creative project, you will know that it consumes every single thought that you have and it's and you're really not present. And that's how I felt over that period as I was with her and I was reading Peppa Pig. 
I literally know that book off by heart, but my mind was elsewhere. Like there was a kind of vacant look in my eye and I was just doing problem solving in my head. I was thinking, how do I market it? How do I do this? How do I adapt? What approach do I want to take? It, my brain was full. And even Tom was like, wow, like you, you are really distracted. And I just said, just leave me because I need to be. In order to do what I want to do, I need to go through this. And I'm very sorry, but everyone's going to have to be second. And making that decision was hard but I knew it would only be a short amount of time, but actually I learned a lot throughout that time because I learned that the worst thing is to be with Juniper and be emotionally disengaged. It's so disrespectful to her. And I really think that she felt it and it kind of manifested in in ways like a lot of kind of crying and being fussy, which she really usually isn't really like that. She's, she's kind of a happy baby. Um, just quite a naturally like a positive baby I'm going to talk about her in a moment but I feel that that period where I was essentially putting her second and I'll be honest I had to in order to do what I needed to do I felt that that then manifested in in ways of like like being fussy and just not being herself and what that made me realize is how important my time is with her and if anything's going to take me away from being with Juniper during this early stage of her life, then it has to be really important. And I took a freelance job, which is why I've been quiet on here, a freelance events job, and it literally sucked the life out of me. And I basically am no longer working on that project because the event was canceled, but it made me realize that that's not how I'm gonna spend my time. Like I want to focus on Juniper and I don't wanna be a distracted mum. So that was my learning of that period, of that period of craziness. And I don't regret it because I did something amazing and I'm now working with incredible clients and I've had some mind-blowing moments, which I'll talk about in another podcast once I've got permission from them. But I've had some insane experiences and, and I've been helping people and that's what I've always wanted to do. So in order to get to that point, I needed to make sacrifices. But the learning for me was just how important being present is and you know I think they're only young for a very short amount of time so to prioritize them and to make sacrifices for that short amount of time is kind of like you know we, we sign up to that when we become parents and that doesn't mean that we have to kind of sacrifice ourselves because in order to be you know a full rounded person you need to have full experiences which can't only be your child right and I definitely felt on Sunday after my session with one of my clients, we had such an amazing moment. There were tears, it was emotional, it was moving, deeply moving, that then the power of that experience then kind of manifested in in how I was with Juniper. So I was way more full and rounded and I felt like I had an, a really fascinating experience which then led me to be better. So... It's not to say that we need to sack off everything else and only focus on our children, definitely not. But what I learned is it's really important to be present when you are with them for as much as possible. We've all been around people who are distracted for whatever reason and it's not nice. It kind of makes us feel like we're not worthy of their time. And I know babies feel that too. Just because they're kind of babies and they don't actually speak full English they do communicate in other ways and they do feel 
all of the human emotions that we do feel. So that was definitely a big, big learning for me. And it's just made me realize how important my time is. And if I'm going to be doing something else, it needs to be bloody important for it to take me away from Juniper for now. So to kind of summarize what I mean by that, the power of presence is like, if you're with your baby, be with them. And if you're at work, you're at work, right? And if they're at nursery, they're, they're probably having a whale of a time and that's fine. But when you're with them, be with them. And I do think this thing about the, the world that opens up, it's like you're invited into their world and you can only really have that experience if you're present. Because if you're distracted, they feel that and, and therefore you're not having a shared experience because your mind is elsewhere. Does that make sense? So it's less about spending all of your time with them, but the time that you do spend with them, be present. So that's definitely one of my big learnings. And it, it you know, it, it almost needed to happen. Like those three weeks needed to happen to, to bring that to life and to kind of make me realize how important that value is to me as a parent, being physically and emotionally present. So the next thing I wanted to speak about, which actually kind of um, links to this whole thing about being present, is moving beyond boredom. So I don't know if that's the way, <laughs> the best way to explain it. But what I mean is, obviously, when you're with a baby, they're not engaging with you in proper English or whatever language you speak. They're not like, you're not having a chat. They don't give you that kind of intellectual stimulation that adults do so we do need intellectual stimulation and adult engagement we can't simply just be with our babies it would be frustrating for us in the same way that you know they need other kids and interactions with toys and you know entertainment and things we all need a variety of experiences but I've heard this kind of said a lot um, is that people get bored with their children and actually, when I have felt the feeling of boredom arise in myself, so when I've been with Juniper, I'll give you an example, we're sitting on the floor, there's loads of toys, and I've been playing for like half an hour, and then I get that feeling of like, oh, I just want to like do something for me, or I just want to engage in something else, I just have that kind of feeling of a little bit of frustration arising, and usually at that point, I'll find something else for us both to do but if I sit with that feeling and let it kind of creep up once I move beyond that it kind of transcends into more of a calm accepting space and I've seen my dad do this quite naturally with Juniper when he's with her I get this feeling that there is nowhere else he wants to be and it's amazing to watch. It's this kind of full acceptance. And he's told me when he's with Juniper, he, the, the world vanishes and he doesn't care about anything else. And I really feel that when I see him with her. And obviously he's not doing all the things like changing a nappy. I mean, he literally changed one nappy in this whole time. But he's not doing things like getting her changed. He's not doing the practical caregiving side of things. So his one and only job is to enjoy so obviously that then, you know, I couldn't like be in that state the whole time because I've got jobs to do. I've got 
you know, I've actually got to look after her from a kind of caregiving point of view, feeding, cleaning, etc. He doesn't need to do that. So he, he has one kind of objective and that is to play and enjoy. So he has the benefit of being able to access that space whenever he's with her. But just witnessing how much he enjoys being with her is really amazing. And it, it kind of makes me want to access that space more often. And I've found that when I move beyond the boredom, that's when I enter the space of like acceptance and kind of enjoyment of just the moment, you know, not needing to be fully busy and fully engaged and just actually, you know, Juniper's just like tapping on her egg, for example, for us, like that's kind of boring to watch and to, you know, she's engaged in her own little world, but actually just being with her in that moment and not wanting to do something else. So fully accepting that moment really it links back to this whole world that opens up so moving beyond boredom and being present you know just try it with your baby and and it, it is amazing because we never get to access that space in our normal lives we're constantly busy we're talking about the past and the future all the time we're thinking about the past and the future and we're just fully distracted so actually your baby can be a great kind of teacher of mindfulness and acceptance. So another thing I wanted to talk about was um, just how amazing it is to see how much love your baby can bring into other people's lives. So obviously grandparents, friends, my stepmom Christine, everyone loves her. Okay, so Juniper is a pocket rocket. She's sparky she's engaged she's actually the one thing that people always say to me when they meet her is oh my god she's always so happy like the greengrocers down the road called tony's every time they see her they're like she's always so happy and that's one thing i constantly get told which is lovely because i feel like that means that she's enjoying life and that's what every parent wants right but juniper is a really fun baby like honestly she she's she knows jokes she actually knows jokes and there's running jokes there's always a new one and she's still so young but yet she has a cracking sense of humor which is so nice I mean you never know what kind of baby you're gonna get so it's a real relief when you actually think this person's a bit of a legend so yeah it's a pleasure to be raising her and I feel honored so another thing I wanted to talk about is uh kind of what happens to your identity when you become a parent so one thing I've realized with myself is I care a lot less about my physical appearance and uh, this has kind of just happened so oh my god so the other day I got back from swimming and I had chlorine in my hair swimming with juniper obviously it's chlorine in my hair it was like all over the place I didn't brush it it was in a top bun and just you know when chlorine like messes up your hair it was just all over the place and I had no makeup on and I was wearing this big purple jumper ripped jeans but like baggy ripped jeans like proper like mum jeans but ripped and just like stained and just not looking in a good way at all and my mum came for an impromptu visit and um she was I could see she was kind of just looking at me a bit like you know damn girl <laughs> you let go no jokes she she just she was just looking like you know maybe you need to wash up and dress up so that's basically what she said she was like 
so what time does Tom get home? And this was the one day that he was going into the office. And I said, oh, much later. And she was like, Poppy, you know, it's, it's nice if you wash up and dress up for Tom. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, just make yourself look nice. Make the house nice. Put some candles on. Put some music on. You know, my mum used to do that for my dad. And we'd all have to run out and greet him. And then she'd wash his feet. And I was like, he can wash my feet. She was like, no, Poppy, please don't be like this. Come on. Please don't be like this. And I was like, no, he can wash my feet. I've been working all day too. Anyway, so she was basically trying to convince me to make the house really nice and make myself presentable for Tom. And, you know, fair enough, it's a good idea. I should probably put a bit more effort in. But afterwards, when she left, I kind of thought to myself, okay, so we hadn't seen each other in a while, by the way. Um, Well, for like two months or something. So long, I won't go into that now, but we hadn't seen each other for a while. And so obviously from her perspective she's looking at me going, oh, like, maybe I've let go, maybe I'm not looking after myself anymore, maybe I'm doing the classic, like, parent thing, where you look after your children and not yourself, and so her being a loving mum, she wasn't talking about, you know, wanting me to look good, because obviously she doesn't care about that, she just wants me to take care of myself, which is coming from a place of love, but then I thought, you know, you could look at it like that, you could look at it like I've let go, but absolutely it's not. The fact that I care less, which I actually really, really do, it's not because I don't have time, I actually care a lot less, is so liberating. So you could look at it like, oh, she's let go, maybe she's feeling a bit depressed, and maybe she's having a hard time, you know, when people look a bit sort of rough from the outside, it usually makes you think they might be rough from the inside. But actually... I feel liberated. The fact that I can walk down the road in whatever outfit I want to wear, baggy t-shirt, whatever, ripped jeans, I just don't care anymore. I don't care enough anymore. Obviously, there are times where we all want to look nice and we feel good for that reason. And obviously, if I'm working, if I'm working, I'm not gonna I'm gonna make myself look presentable when I work, obviously. But most of the time, I just don't care. And it's not because I've let go. It's because I don't care. I don't care enough to always have to put effort in how I look. Like if other people have a problem with me being a bit more relaxed, then that's their own thing, you know? So yeah, so anyway, so that is another thing, like caring a lot less and not in a way of like being careless. It's just that I just don't care enough anymore. Having said that, it's nice to dress up sometimes, of course. And I definitely you know, if I'm going to go meet someone for a coffee or meet one of my mum friends, then I'm going to put effort in because that's nice. So it's less about like not caring and never looking nice or never putting effort in. It's just more about not caring every single day and not making how I look and what I wear my priority. It's just about actually, you know, if I've got a mum date, then I'll put the effort in. But if there's nothing going on, then I'm not going to put the effort in, you know? (laughs) Anyways, so that is something as well. Just just being liberated through caring less about those things. I think having a child makes you just gain a bit of perspective and you care about different things. There are different things that are important to me, such as this new line of work is more important than putting a banging outfit on. So so anyway, so that's like my reflection on that. Another thing I wanted to talk about is like the inclination to 
check how your baby is doing in terms of like milestones. So in the beginning, I was obsessed. I was always Googling three-month-year-old milestones and just like checking what Juniper could do. And now I don't do it. I don't do it at all. So she was a late crawler. She only just started crawling last weekend. I'll post the video. I've got a video of her crawling. So I'll post that. Um, So sweet. You can hear my voice like the excitement is unreal. But basically, I had the one-year NHS checkup which was the most disempowering, frustrating call that I've ever had with a healthcare professional. It was the most annoying call ever. So basically, the woman asked me to set up the camera and face it so that she could see Juniper, put out some toys to see how Juniper's developing and playing with the toys. And I had to answer a series of really strange questions Like something like, if you put a piece of bread in a bottle, would she know the bread's there? Or something really stupid. So I was like, well, mate, I haven't done that yet. Anyway, the questions were so stupid. And basically at the end of the call, I left feeling way less confident as a mother. I was feeling like I wasn't doing things right in order to help Juniper develop because there were so many questions where she answered not yet. And it was just so frustrating because she was like, oh, and what does she eat? I was like, okay, well, in the morning we give her porridge with raspberries and banana. Then in the afternoon, and she was like, oh, do you not give her a snack? So I said, well, I'm still breastfeeding. So I'll just, you know, give her some breast milk before her first nap. She was like, well, maybe you should swap the breast milk for a real snack. Honestly, it was so frustrating. And after that call, I felt like I was second guessing everything I was doing. It was constantly like, should I do this? Maybe I shouldn't. I started to introduce snacks, which meant that she stopped eating her main meals properly. And it felt like everything I was judging myself. Like when she'd be playing on the mat with her toys, I'd be like, oh, maybe she should be in a class. Maybe she should be learning right now. Like maybe, maybe this is why she's not developing just constant like anxious thoughts, which I never, ever, ever, ever had. So it was so frustrating. And this just brings me back to another point I wanted to talk about, which is that the best thing, apart from Tom being at home, that has come out of this pandemic for us as a family is not being watched and to be able to figure out how we want to become parents without being watched, without the noise, without people's opinions. Because I don't know about you guys, but when I became pregnant, literally... It was like I had a sticker on my head that was like, tell me what to do because I don't have a clue. It was it was just like, you know, as soon as that bump started to grow, everyone had an opinion on everything. And unfortunately, that doesn't stop. So the best thing during the pandemic, we didn't have any of that. And we just got to figure out how we want to become parents and just be So having that call was just like, really, it was like hearing all the noise again. It was just so confusing. And in the end, Tom was like really frustrated because he could sense I was double questioning everything um, since that call. So I guess I'm telling you guys this because when you have that call, (laughs) the one year check, take it with a pinch of salt. I'm, Juniper's just woken up. So guys, change of scenery. Tom's just walked upstairs and Juniper's busy crawling around. Uh, our bedroom she's now got a door stopper in her hand can you hear it she's smacking against the floor tom what other things can i include in this one year of motherhood podcast Uh, like just anything that we've learned 
the sort of the fact that everything changes, everything's always changing, so that I get too settled or don't worry if things are difficult, so I'll get better. Yeah, that's a good one. So like thing yeah, how things are constantly changing. Constantly changing. Yeah, that's a good one. So so another thing <laughs> is uh that yeah, things are constantly changing. Obviously they, they grow at a rapid rate, especially in the early stages. And just when you think you've got it sorted, it changes and also, you know, when it's difficult, it changes and it becomes easier. Um, and I think that's the one of the great things about being a parent is the experience is always changing and it's always new and there's always something exciting around the corner. There's a new development, there's a new challenge and it's always, always evolving. So guys, you know I love a good recap. I just think it's good because it keeps the learning fresh and it also just, yeah, summarizes everything that you've been listening to. So... In the beginning, I spoke about the power of presence, being emotionally and physically present with your child when you can. Obviously, it's not always that way, like people have jobs and we're busy, you know, there's other things to focus on. So it's not to say that you need to do it all the time, but just being conscious of being engaged fully and not being distracted and giving your baby the gift of time and presence. Then I spoke about moving beyond the boredom. So actually sitting with those feelings of being bored and being frustrated. And in doing that, you can move into a state of acceptance and actually uh, more mindfulness. So using it as a bit of a teacher. Then I chatted a bit about caring less about what we look like. And actually that can be a really liberating process. And then at the end, I chatted about not comparing Um, and kind of not always checking those milestones and being a bit more free and instinctive with the way that you parent and not thinking oh I've got to hit these milestones and just being mindful of that then at the end uh, Tom chipped in with the fact that you know being a parent is always evolving there's always changes always new things to learn and it's a really exciting journey we love it like Juniper's added so much to our lives yes it's a change and it's you know there's hard times too and I hope that I've kind of done enough in this podcast maybe I could do a version two on the challenges so guys I think I've actually spoken quite a lot in this podcast so I won't go on too much but uh, for anyone who is looking for hypnobirthing courses head over to my website I'll drop it in the description I'm also doing power hours which is basically the course kind of core elements of the course um, mostly focused on tools and techniques for managing labor and then obviously if you like the power hour you can book into a full six hour course Um, it's going really well I've been loving it and I've had some great feedback already on Sunday I had a brilliant session with a client Um, it really was moving and I, I couldn't stop thinking about it for the whole weekend so yeah it's uh it's really great and obviously you guys need to choose someone uh, who you feel is gonna be the right person to help you it's such an important journey and only you know what's right and so hopefully I've given a lot through these podcasts and um, I've got a web I've got a video I've got a video on the website so um, and some of my Instagram pages so yeah have a look and and see what you think I would love to hear from you 
you can hear juniper in the background and tom's making a racket as well so i think that's my cue to say bye and thank you so much for listening drop me a message if you have any other ideas for podcasts or if you'd like me to cover any other topics okay bye bye